All right, so coach, you've got a significantly different roster this year. A lot of guys coming in from pretty big name places. We've talked about, and I talked with Jason about this before, you know, he left from, from Longwood, about kind of recruiting as a relationship business. And right. Getting in guys like that now, how much of that is the relationship business that we discussed? Yeah, I think I think it I think it is uh, a relationship business. I mean, if you think about all of the guys, maybe with the exception of one, uh, there was a prior relationship. Um, you know. D.A. Houston from College of Charleston, we recruited out of high school. So when he went into the transfer portal, we started recruiting him again. Uh, so he knew us well. Um, and I think we were one of his final two uh, in in that process. You know, Michael Christmas, we recruited out of high school and knew him well, uh, knew his family well. Um, uh, Isaiah Wilkins, when he left Virginia Tech, we recruited him. Um, and, uh, you know, Jordan Perkins, uh, Brian Graves, a former Longwood assistant, um, you know, had coached him at North Carolina Central. So when he went into the portal, uh, I think Brian was able to at least give him an inside look at, at us um, and for us to understand, you know, more about Jordan. And I think it's important, you know, what I'd tell you, Brian, is, you know, at least how we recruit, it's really important to kind of get a feel for who they are as people. Um, you know, um, and having that longevity of knowing who they are um, in in the initial recruiting process, I think, was really helpful, at least with this class, um, to be able to to have some type of connection uh, with with the player. And um, you know, I think that's you know, I think that's important. So you don't accidentally. You know, end up signing guys who may it may not be a good fit for them, uh, as well as not a good fit for you. Somebody like Wilkins with ACC experience and a really fervent defender as well. How would, how does he change the complexion of this program? You know, I think Brian, the biggest thing about our that I would say that's different is we're just bigger. You know, we're we're bigger. I mean, you you look at Winthrop's team last year and you compare it to Longwood's team, and it was just like they're just. They're huge compared to us. You know, across the board, they're 20 to 30 pounds bigger than we are, it felt like, in every single position. Um, and so now we're, I think, you know, adding Isaiah, who we're going to play on the perimeter, you know, he's at, at 220, 225. Um, you know, Michael Christmas is at 225. You know, Jordan Perkins is at 200. DA Houston is at 200. Those are all just bigger, you know, bigger, more physical. You know, more physical players. So, you know, while we're sad to see a Juan Munoz and a Christian, you know, Wilson both graduate, um, but you know, from a physicality perspective, there's just a different level of physicality uh, with the guys who've come in. Along with that, you have Justin, who's made pretty significant strides when you, you look at his development as a yeah. leader, as a point guard. What's what's been the biggest difference in him? You know, I think Justin, probably the biggest thing that surprised us is, is you know, in the recruiting process, you know, we recruited him over COVID, so you don't really get to know him except by Zoom and FaceTime. Um, Justin is, is hungry to be good, and he's quiet, but he's hungry to be good, and he's very coachable. And so there's a humility uh, that has come with, with him um, where uh, he takes coaching very well, and then he's a quick learner. And so, um, for example, his shooting 
you know, we arrived at Longwood, you know, he was more athletic and less of a shooter. He's really worked at it. He's gotten to be a, what I would say is a good shooter. You know, great, no, but he's a good shooter. And I think a lot of that is he's taken the coaching, he's, he's heard what has been encouraged and what needed to be done to improve in that area, and then he's committed himself to that. And so, um, you know, I think for Justin, uh, you know, the, the, the opportunity for him at a place like Longwood is to really grow and develop. You know, you look at guys like Chris Clemens and Carly Jones who, you know, had good careers early on. And, you know, I think the guys who are willing to kind of stick it out and continue to develop, I think their development can be really transformational. And, um, and I, think, I think Justin understands that, um, you know, and, and, you know, we'll see what the future holds. But I think where he is right now is he wants to grow and develop as much as possible. You mentioned one. How much does being around him really make an impact on, on Justin in this game? You know, I think Juan probably more from the standpoint of you know, Juan was just an elite shooter. And, you know, to just sit there and watch him in the gym, you know, he's making 85% plus. If he shot 100 threes, he's making 85% plus. And I think that blew Justin's mind that there were shooters that good. Um, now, Justin's significantly better athlete than Juan, but I think that opened Justin's eyes to, oh man, like there's there's a different level skill that I'm not even close to. And I think going back to Justin real quick, I think he's really honest about who he is as a player too. And um, and so I think you know being around Juan, seeing how he worked in ball screens, seeing how. Um, he was more skilled with the ball, not just relying on athleticism. Uh, I think that opened Justin's eyes to go, okay, these are things that, that I can't do, that if I want to be really good, I need to I need to improve in these areas. You mentioned comparing yourselves to Winthrop and their size and that sort of thing. Did, did Pepperdine kind of serve the same purpose? Yeah, I mean, we don't, we, we don't see them in the same light just because they're a you know, West Coast Conference team. Sure. but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for us, it's, it's you know, this is an area where, um, you know, I think, I think you got to find competitive advantages and bigger, stronger teams have a better advantage. And, um, and, and so I, I think, you know, when we're looking at, uh, you know, Brian, I wish I could tell you I was a, some recruiting savant that, you know, was some you know wizard putting all the pieces together i mean you know we knew michael christmas was a good player he went into the portal we recruited we knew isaiah wilkins was a you know i can't i wish i could tell you hey yeah we we were have some grand recipe um that we know is going to produce championships i think we we uh it be honest with you i think it more was this year they just happened to be older and bigger and uh, that seems to be a common, you know, a common theme for, for most of the guys that, that we brought in who are transfers. Our younger guys who are really good, but, you know, they're, it's really telling between, you know, the freshmen and the older guys. 
how have your guys responded to seeing somebody like you know an Isaiah who's got all, all that experience playing at, at a higher level, you know, kind of coming out and commanding the floor? Yeah, you, you know, I I think one of the, the things that I'm excited about with our team, and, and we've really been blessed, I would say, the past two to three years with really good chemistry off the court with the guys. And um, I do think part of it is trying to recruit good humans, you know, good character people um, who frankly aren't jerks and who aren't selfish. And Isaiah, Michael, DA, Jordan, you know, none of those guys are, are selfish kids. And so I think if you came into our locker room, I don't think you would know which kid played in the ACC. I don't know, I don't think you'd know, you know, the difference between, you know, our, our walk-ons versus the guy who played in the ACC. And, um, and I'll be honest, in some respects, uh, I think it's been our returners who I would say have still led the way um, throughout the fall in trying to, you know, instill our culture um, and instill, you know, who we are as a program. Um, they're the ones who are still leading the way. Uh, whether it's Zach Watson, whether it's Deshaun Wade, uh, Cam O'Connor, who's a junior walk-on but a phenomenal human. Um, I think those guys in many respects are still the ones saying, no, 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 Isaiah, we do this. Or, hey, Jordan, I know you did great things at Central and we want you to do them here, but this is how we do it here. And, uh, again, I would say the humility of Isaiah and Jordan to – to come alongside and say, you know, not act like, hey, we're better than, you know, has been has been critical, and uh, I think it, I think that foundation is, you know, will give us a chance to, you know, reach our potential as a, as a team this year. You mentioned your returners. One of the things you talked about last year, specifically at the end of last year, was just the development in those guys, the growth in those guys over the year, and all the adversity they faced, the challenges they faced, and the way they kind of risen above them. You know, getting to take them to a postseason last year, even though it was kind of unconventional, was still pretty rewarding for them. How yeah. happy were you to see at the end of the year just their evolution and their reward for that evolution? Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I think college athletics is, is hard. I think, you know, college basketball these days, it's a it's year-round. And, um, you know, they, they did face a lot of adversity from, you know, just win-loss record to start the season to injuries. Uh, you know, quarantines, um, you know, game stoppages, or not stoppages, but game cancellations day of, you know, and so I think in some some respects, I think being able to go to that CBI was just another, you know, almost a, another statement to say, hey, you guys did really well. And, um, and again, I think so much of what we're trying to do is just build for the future, and we're trying to build something that's sustainable, not just have one good team or a good year or two and then try to rebuild and do it. But we want to try to really do something that's a, a little bit you know, more sustainable, and so that's an important, important piece to that. I'll ask you the exact same question I asked Mike in the exact same way I asked it. How many seconds after you walk out of this building will you think about preseason rankings? How many seconds will I? Yeah. Probably zero. I mean, I I think this year in particular, um, the I think I don't I don't know how like when I 
did my rankings. I, I don't know how you rank. And, you know, so often you look at last year's team and you say, okay, well, who are they bringing back? What are they doing? All of that stuff. But the reality is the number of games that had that I would put asterisks next to. You know, Charleston Southern had incredible injuries. You know, um, we played High Point after they'd been in quarantine. Um, you know, we played Upstate without two of our best players. We played Bradford without three of our best players. Um, you know, we beat Asheville in the tournament without Mike, and they had been on quarantine. Like, it's just it wasn't a normal year and so past performance is not a you know future indication of success i don't think for this year i think everybody's going to be better this year uh everybody's older i think yeah there's been transfer exodus but there's been massive transfer influx and so um winter brought us a lot of guys they brought a lot of guys in you know we lost one you know, we, we we brought in, you know, a lot of guys. And so I, I really don't know how you – I don't know. I, I, how did you do it? It's, it was tough. I mean, especially with the divisions. That's that's the biggest challenge is the divisions. Yeah. So what's, what's it going to be like to get back to some sense of normalcy this year? I think it'll be great. Um, you know, I we, we had our, our blue-white scrimmage the other day, and it was funny, Jesper Grandlin – uh, told uh, one of our assistants, Marty McGillan, he said, you know, Coach, I've never seen the gym fully set up. And we were both like, wow, that's right. He hasn't seen the, the bleachers out with fans in them, you know, and scores table out, media table out. Um, you know, I think we had the stands out on one side, but then on the other side, you know, it's just out a few rows for – cutouts and things like that and so um, I think the energy you know both for home and visiting teams it'll just be fun and uh, you know these these guys we all love the game but there's just a different feel with with the fans and uh, you know I, I think I said this to people last year well you know we, we scrimmage without any fans enclosed and it's fine and it is but I can tell you, even the blue-white scrimmage, I don't know, Chris, we probably had 75 people yeah, in there. I had 100 people in there, and that was even fun, I think, uh, for the guys. You know, parents are there, some students are there. Yeah, it's it fun. Yeah, I was going to say, you're ready to, to take the floor and not look at cutouts again? Right, exactly, <laughs> especially goofy cutouts. Oh, the dogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, the the only couple of questions I have remaining. Sure. Um, what's the new place? What's the progress on that? What's what are we making? Yeah, I mean, it's a there's one? a big hole in the ground uh, right now. Um, we have, uh, uh, I mean, they're saying with uh, two years um, that it should be ready, not next spring, uh, not this spring, but the following spring. Uh, now with supply chain issues, who knows if that gets that gets delayed. Um, but I mean, this is a, a privately funded or privately financed uh, facility, so you have a little bit probably more movement and deadlines and contractual 
you know, uh, penalties. Uh, so I think the chances for this to, to really, you know, stay on time, uh, we have a much better chance. Uh, but it'll be a game changer for us, you know, obviously not only from an arena perspective, but then current Willett will become a practice facility. And, you know, we've got some other exciting things, you know, that we think are, are going to happen from a basketball development perspective. And, you know, as those, you know, develop, we, we're going to move from probably one of the more challenging, you know, facility situations to one of the better facility, you know, uh, um, programs in, in the conference. And, uh, you know, that'll be, that'll be great. So. The, the final question, when you look back at this year, when, when you know the final horn is sounded and everything else, and you say, we had a successful year, what defines success for you? Yeah, you know, I think, I think for us always it is, you know, multifaceted. You know, there's, there's obviously the win-loss record, and, and you know, as, as much as we'd all like to say it's just about growth, and, and you know, we, we are measured by our, our win-loss record. So you want to see growth and, and progress in, in that direction. Um, I, I do think for us, we try to be really process-focused, and so I think we have been able to do that as a program uh, the past two years. And I think that's been, you know, um, instrumental in us being able to turn things around in, in conference play. Um, and so what would be successful for us is for us to, to reach our potential as a team. And I think in order for us to do that, it's for us to continually, day by day, you know, remain focused on, on you know, the process that, that we follow at Longwood. And... Um, to stay united as a team and, you know, compete together. Um, and I know maybe that sounds a little kumbaya, um, but at the same time, I think that that is the recipe for us to reach our potential, is for us to, you know, remain focused on, you know, our inputs and less, less focused on our outputs. And uh, to be honest, I'm not great at that a lot of time. Uh, but, you know, we preach that, you know, throughout our program that, you know, you control what you can control. And, um, and I think they've, they've been really good at that the past two years uh, in the face of real adversity. And so um, uh, I'm excited to see this year and, and uh, kind of see how, see how it plays out.